Hi, Rav Judy here with Masech HaPesachim, Perek Tet, Mishnah Chet. Pesach Shinit Arav Bezvachim. So, this Mishnah is going to focus on what happens if your Korban Pesach got mixed in with other animals. I mean, ultimately, they're all sheep, they're all goats. It, it could be really easy to mix up which one is which. And so, you have a Pesach, a Korban Pesach. It's designated, it hasn't yet been shechted, and it got mixed in with other holiday sacrifices, other Zvachim. So, what do you do with that? Now, they have different rules. You can't just say, oh, well, this will be the Pesach, this will be the you know, korban this, um, because they have different rules and they have different designations. And once they've been designated, they hold that designation. So what ends up happening is, kulan yiru Let them all graze until they become no longer qualified. They get a, a blemish or something. They're no longer good for korbanot. See, as long as they're good for korbanot, you can't just sell them. Once they become blemished or damaged, now they can be sold. So what do you do? You machu, you sell them. Then you say, let's say there were two or three animals. You take the value, you know, maybe the most expensive one, the best animal was the Korban Pesach. So you sell them, take the money, and maybe a little bit more you're going to need in a moment, you'll see, and buy a new Korban Pesach at the least equal value to the best one. Then you go buy a different Korban, one of the other, you know, let's say it was going to be an Ola, so a burnt offering. So you go and you buy an Ola valued at the amount of the first one, and you're going to bring a Chatzad, a sin offering. You go and buy it for the most one. Now, you realize that if you have three animals and you sold them all, but now you're going and buying three replacements all at the value of the most expensive one, it's going to cost you extra. That's the last line there of Yafsid HaMotor Mibeto, the extra is lost to you. Meaning you don't want any particular korban to lose out because you forgot, because you mixed up. So you have to basically buy each korban again at the value of the best one, just in case it was that. It's going to cost you extra. And it was partially funded by the selling off of these animals once they were blemished and no longer good for korbanot. Now, need to argue b'bechorot. This is a special subcase. What happens if your Pesach got mixed in with a Bechor animal? The reason that this is interesting is that the Bechor rules are very, very similar to Pesach. Unlike the Ola or the Chatat, the Ola has to get totally burned, the Chatat's only eaten by Kohanim and this and then only parts of it. A Bechor is almost identical to a Pesach, except that it's only eaten by Kohanim and it can be eaten over a really a two-day period. Whereas a Korban Pesach is only eaten that night and it's eaten by the people involved with it. So if that's the case, then you would think the same rules apply, which frankly, according to most, they will, because there are different rules. And you, know, you don't know if this is a Pesach, you don't know if this is a Bechor, so you're going to do that thing where you let them graze and then you sell it and rebuy, etc. But Roshimon points out there is one one hole in that, or a little, not a loophole, but a way that you could do something, which is Roshimon Omer, Im Chavrut Kohanim Yochelu. Let's say this, this questionable Korban Pesach, questionable Bechor, was actually the subscribed Korban Pesach for a group of Kohanim, so they actually could eat it, then what we do is we make them eat it, and we make them eat it in one night. Because in case it's a Korban Pesach, then it has to be eaten in one night. In case it's a Bechor, it has to be eaten only by Kohanim. So if they're Kohanim on the guest list, we have the Kohanim eat it in that one night, and that way we don't have to waste it or lose it.